the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to another edition of The Ride Home with John and Kathy, live from the Salem-Pittsburgh studios. And now, here are your hosts, John Hall and Kathy Emmons. Good afternoon. Greetings to you. Thanks for coming along today. Thursday. How's the week been going by for you? All right. It doesn't feel particularly slow or particularly fast. I think that's a pretty individual commentary. Though, I'm actually. saying for myself. Okay. It feels like it's right on time. Like mm-hmm. Thursday's here. I feel good about it. Good. Mm-hmm. So you feel like Thursday feels like Thursday? Thursday feels like... Huh? I have a bowl of cherries here. Would you care for one? Life is like one. That's what they say. Um, they, fine, fine. I, I don't think I want to eat cherries on the air. Too late. <laughs> I'm not saying I don't want you to. I mean, we can all make our own choices. <laughs> I feel like cherries... I feel like All eating right. cherries. I guess I should be eating anything on the air. Yeah, right? John. Hello. Oh, the hotline just rang. Hello. Yeah, hello. Johnny here. How can I help you? That's management saying, <laughs> what are you doing? Johnny, can I help you? Oh, yeah. I was just waiting. Right right ch- you, you've, okay. you've got cherries and put, I've got gum. Put the old cherries aside. Yeah. We're like, right. Just saying there. Okay. So Get down to business. Gum out. What kind of gum? Uh, it, it was uh, It's cassette tape gum. Oh, I like, I like that gum. Have you guys, listeners, seen that new uh, cassette tape gum, which is like... I'm not like sure what, what kind of gum it is, what the brand is, but it looks like a cassette tape. Mm-hmm. So that's what I call it. It's attractive. I mean, you get did you get uh, sort of pushed in through the uh, marketing of it all, the design uh, of it? Well, yes, that's exactly what I did. Mm-hmm. And I did um, peppermint in my car. Yeah. And I did spearmint at work, just to mix it up. You said something the other day that made me think about it because I said to you, "Would you like some gum?" And then I said. I don't think it's sugar-free. And you were like, oh, I think every gum today is sugar-free, which made me pause. Like you, like other than like double mint or right. whatever. The old, the old gums are not sugar-free, but pretty much every current really? gum is sugar-free. I didn't know that. Yeah. I mean, if you get like, you know, some kind of- um, Bazooka Joe. Right. Or or like gumball. What are the, the gumballs? Is that what they're called? Yeah. With the, like the candy coating? I was like, Did that's you not, not going to be su- That's not going to be sugar-free. Yeah. Because it's just, you know, it's like cheap. Gumballs gum- were fun. Did you have a gumball? I had a gumball machine. You know, like it was like a present. At home? Yeah. Really? You could buy like little cheapy things, you yeah, know, and then you yeah, buy yeah, like, yeah. The, then you buy the box of gumballs. But here's the thing. It's not fun when it's in, at home. Individual think- results may vary. No, it was fun for me. Okay, but you think it will be, but it's one of those things that like part of the charm of it mm-hmm. is that it's distant from you. Right. Did you ever do this? Mom, can I get one of the? No. Could I? How about the little things I in the plastic always thing? always do that. Sit and spin. That was mine. Sit and spin. What's that? I wanted to sit and spin so much. You remember sit and spin? Was it going to ride outside of hills or something like that? <laughs> no. It was something that you, it was a toy that oh, you're- Oh, that. No, no. That loving parents would buy for their children. No, I'm talking about like going into hills and there's like a rack sure. of, or inside yeah, yeah. of, you know, whatever grocery store. They don't have those anymore, no, do they? No, but I, 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 I gave up asking. Because the answer was always no. See, it seemed to me like your parents would be never. more tuned to that than mine. Never, never, never. You never got like the gum or never. the. I mean, because the ultimate thing was like the little plastic thing with the, a toy inside never, of it. Never. That was not. It was How never about did even you ever have option. 
Like you had your own money and you could do that? No, because by the time I had my own money, I didn't want to do that. Hmm. You know, you don't remember a sit and spin? I do. Okay. I really wanted a sit and spin, and I thought that only uh, rich kids got sit and spins. But unfortunately, in the Emmons household, <laughs> the cash stopped short of the sit and, and spin. And it was the Bletchar's household then. Oh, that's right. Um, and then when I when I grew up and looked at they cost like $28. And I was like, Mom. Well, 28 bucks like, in 1978. She was, that's she said. But it, they probably weren't $28. In, like, no, they're probably anyway, like six. Look, I still sound resentful about it. Right. Your parents have long since gone. And you're angry at them. Christy, was there a toy that you really wanted that your parents didn't get you? A therapy. <laughs> that, yes. <laughs> I, I, I was very spoiled. I think I got most of the things I wanted. Oh, very spo- listen to That her. explains a lot. <laughs> Doesn't it? That, Doesn't there's it? Christy, the producer. Things are coming clear here I was, right now. I mean, you don't hear a frank admission like that often, do you? Someone says, I was very spoiled. Mm-hmm. I'm the baby. No. Like, if I wanted something, I got it. Wow, that's And she's nice. not a diva. She's not like that. She's not a spoiled brat. She isn't. No, she, she doesn't act that way. No, she's very amenable, mm-hmm. at least around here. I mean, at least until right now. Maybe right. like the real Christie's going to come out. Let's ask Mace and find out the story. Let's, let's not ask him. <laughs> Lester, Just kidding. Less Teresa. That's a whole other story, isn't it? All right. Don't hit that button because we haven't done the top four yet. <laughs> I'm getting anxious. Okay. Without further ado. I want to welcome you to the program, John. Yeah, sure, please. We ran the gamut there. Mm-hmm. Without further ado, Kath, news stories, top four at four. Okay. Glad you remembered it, John, because we almost passed right by it for Thursday, June 9th, 2022. Number one, the House Select Committee investigating the January 6th attack on the Capitol begins a marathon of public hearings prime time tonight Mm. as it seeks to convince the nation that the former president's claims of a stolen election did incite his followers to try to interrupt the peaceful transfer of power. Mm -hmm. Um, Will you be watching? I've been thinking about my snacks. Oh, Great. And we'll, you'll be on Twitter. Mm. You'll be eating snacks. And we'll, we should do a bingo. See, if I could watch it live, I'd do a bingo card. Oh, you're not going to be there. But I'm, not, I have, I'm going to see a show oh, tonight, so theater. I have to watch it later. Are oh, you going to see Jersey Boys? Uh-huh. Jersey Boys. The committee uh, comprises seven Democrats, two Republicans, is expected to deploy a combo video, audio, live testimony. There's a snack right there. Combos. <laughs> I love combos. Me too. Only the pretzel ones, though. No, no. Pizza roll. Like, Pizza in a pretzel. Oh, yeah. That's the best one. As opposed to what? They have that, like, cracker one. You can either get pretzel on the outside or cracker on the outside. I don't like cracker. (laughs) Uh, Recorded testimony of the Trump family members, including Ivanka, could feature in the hearing Thursday or in future hearings. Um, The committee also will sketch out the scope of the five hearings that are expected to follow over the next two weeks. The final hearing will also be in prime time June 23rd. I mean... What a weird thing to happen. Do other countries do this? I have no idea. This is like... Listen to this. The committee is also expected to hear live testimony from Greg Jacob, chief counsel <clears throat> for Mike Pence. Really? That'll be interesting. And uh, do you know Mary Hart is one of the hosts? <laughs> Stop She it. will be. Entertainment Tonight. Number two. Federal agents raided the home of the Simi Valley, California man accused of planning to murder Supreme Court Justice oh Brett Kavanaugh. Gracious. Uh, The man, whose name I won't mention, 26 years of age, was charged with the attempted murder of a Supreme Court justice and, if convicted, faces a maximum sentence of 20 years in federal prison. Uh, The FBI uh, burst his front door last evening after obtaining a search warrant, and he was taken into custody during the night, along with his backpack and suitcase. Apparently, they contained a black tactical chest rig, tactical knife, a Glock 17 with two magazines and ammunition, pepper spray, zip ties, a hammer, screwdriver, 
revolver, nail punch, crowbar, pistol light, duct tape, hiking boots, and other items. Apparently, the man was upset about the leak of a recent Supreme Court draft decision to possibly overturn Roe v. Wade and was concerned Kavanaugh would vote to overturn gun laws. Apparently, he traveled from California to Maryland specifically to kill a Supreme Court right. justice. Okay, so there's, again, another troubled young guy. Yep. He gets out of the cab. He takes a cab to the Kavanaugh household, mm-hmm. makes eye contact with the Secret Service, and then calls 911 and says, I'm a troubled young man. I need help. Which is, what right. the- I don't know. I don't know. I don't either. On a much lighter note, number three. Dustin Johnson, Phil Mickelson, and the other PGA Tour members who teed off in the Saudi-funded golf league today, no longer eligible for PGA Tour events. Still to be determined whether they would ever be welcomed back. Um, The ban includes participation in the President's Cup, which would involve the South African trio of Louis Oosthuizen, Charles Schwartzel, and Brandon Grace. Now, this is what's weird about it, is that the PGA Tour doesn't run the majors. Right. So... They would still be apparently eligible for the Masters, the PGA, you know, U.S. Open. What's that happened? Like a sports governing body intersecting with a... It's super weird. It's super weird. Nine players have resigned from the PGA Tour. That includes Dustin Johnson and Mm -hmm. Sergio Garcia. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, it's not like these are no-name people. I don't know. I'm interested to see how it turns out. Um so we'll have to kind of, that's like a wait and see situation. That's for me. We'll be hearings for that next year. Yeah, right. And number four, I've got a weird animal story for you. I love one. Do you like those? Always. Officials in the city of Amarillo, Texas, John, have asked for help regarding a peculiar problem, identifying a strange human-like animal seen outside the zoo last month. The city shared a photo of the creature on social media. Um, is it a person with a strange hat, they said? Is it a chupacabra? Do you have any ideas of what this UAO could be? You know what UAO is? Nancy Pelosi. Unidentified Amarillo object. All right. So people have been looking at the photograph. It is kind of interesting. So they're saying it's Sonic the Hedgehog or Rocket Raccoon. Some people are saying it's a skinwalker, a mythical creature in Navajo tradition that can shape shift into an animal. Um, CBS News has reached out to the department did not immediately hear back. And that is your top four. Four. Apologies. What? Yeah. <laughs> First of all, you were going to go right past it. Then the music ran out. My just apologies. A sad, the whole thing's a sad story. <laughs> Take a break. We do and come I had back. A weird animal story, which is usually a crowd pleaser. Mm-hmm. Pittsburgh praise July tenth at Heinz Field. That's next. One hundred one point five W O R D, the station with Pittsburgh's favorite Christian music every weekend, with the best new music. New, new, new music. Always new music from Chris Tomlin. Now and new creation from Matt Powell. I'm a new and I've got joy from Cece Winans. So Celebrating 20 years of bringing Pittsburgh's favorites and the best new music. 101.5 WORD. On the weekend. The word around town is that Pittsburgh homeowners are choosing doing it right when it comes to their roofing, siding, and remodeling projects. That's because since 1984, doing it right, roofing, siding, remodeling continues to set the bar through clear communication and an installation that's second to none. Doing it right employs only the most experienced professionals to install and oversee your project. They'll stop at nothing to ensure your satisfaction, doing business honestly, taking no money down and no payment until the job is complete. 
Doing it right will ensure that all work is installed to the industry's highest standards. Then, back it all up with their lifetime workmanship warranty. As a prestigious multi-award winning Owens Corning Platinum Contractor, as well as a VSI Certified Installation Contractor, you can't go wrong with doing it right. Mention John and Kathy for a discount off your estimate. Call 724-NEW-ROOF for a free project evaluation or visit roofingcontractorpittsburgh.com. My brother-in-law died suddenly, and now my sister and her kids have to sell their home. That's why I told my husband we could not put off getting life insurance any longer. An agent offered us a 10-year, $500,000 policy for nearly $50 a month. Then we called SelectQuote. SelectQuote found us identical coverage for only $19 a month, a savings of $369 a year. Whether you need a $500,000 policy or a $5 million policy, SelectQuote could save you more than 50% on term life insurance. For your free quote, call SelectQuote at 1-800-928-3355. That's 1-800-928-3355. Or go to SelectQuote.com. 1-800-928-3355. That's 1-800-928-3355. SelectQuote. We shop. You save. Full details on example policies at selectquote.com slash commercials. Drop your phones, grab your friends, and celebrate summer at Seneca Hills. For 86 years, Seneca Hills Bible Camp and Retreat Center is where families and churches have come to disconnect from daily distractions, to build friendships, grow in faith, and have tons of fun amid 250 acres of God's stunning creation. See all that Seneca Hills has to offer at SenecaHills.org. Camp sessions begin June 19th. Reserve now at SenecaHills.org. Something very exciting is happening here in the city of Pittsburgh. This summer, Matt Gephardt is with us. July 10th, Pittsburgh Praise Citywide Gathering, Heinz Field. 2 o'clock to 4 o'clock, tens of thousands will gather at Heinz Field. You are invited. Doors open at 1 o'clock. Matt Gephardt is with us. He is the executive director of CPAC, Southeast Asian Prayer Center, and he is spearheading this. Matt, welcome back to the show. John, Kathy, how are you? We're well. Yeah, very good. Yeah, we're excited about this, Matt. Um, We were all involved in what happened with the um, Pittsburgh Prayer Breakfast, Greater Community Leaders Prayer Breakfast, which happened last month. And so looking forward to July, uh, it's not like the momentum is going to settle because Pittsburgh's going to continue praying. So talk about this event in particular, Matt, what your vision for it was. Well, this has just been uh, amazing to watch uh, how God has, has led this vision to this point. And and agreed totally. Uh, this is just a point in in something really incredible that God is doing throughout our city and mobilizing people to pray daily and weekly and throughout the communities. Um, for me personally, as you guys you guys know really really well, uh, I'm a I'm a missionary. I'm a guy who spends most of his time in Asia and in Africa and Central America doing missions, and I'm one of those who found themselves not being able to travel through COVID. Uh, So being from here in Pittsburgh and our U.S. office being located in Oakmont, you know, I I started to pray and say, God, what what could I do? What should I do? And the answer was really clear. Go walk and pray. So we started to mobilize prayer across the city here in Pittsburgh. And in, in, you know, as you know, in 2020 and right there when COVID started, you know, uh, hitting us hard, 
um, there was a lot of fear. There was a lot of anxiety and pressure and a lot of need for prayer. While that journey was unfolding, I began to hear a vision uh, from many different streams of the body of Christ in this city. People started to share with me, wouldn't it be amazing if Heinz Field was filled with people from all over the city just to pray? And then I heard that there were people who had been praying for that for years. And so I thought, well, let's do it. Let's go for it. Why not? You know, and, uh, and that really started the uh, uh, the train that has brought us to this point. Excellent. Now, Matt, you well know there are many people, right, all across the city, all across western Pennsylvania, who daily, regularly pray. Pray as prayer warriors. Now, it's one thing to pray individually or with your family. And then it becomes something much more complex and very powerful when tens of thousands gather to pray at one time. So lay that out. What do you think that's going to look like as you gather on July the 10th at Heinz Field and invite everybody across the region to pray together? John, I'm so humbled by this, Uh, just this image, this picture. Can you imagine it with me sitting in that stadium, looking around at tens of thousands of of people who are humbly submitting themselves in prayer. Mm. And just as Scripture records, if we would do that, humbly pray, repent, turn from our wicked ways, call to God that He would hear from heaven and heal our land. And the goal really is that healing. I was just listening in to you guys, of course, before I joined on, and, and just thinking about these young people driven to malice, and the, the culture of death that's throughout the country, uh, we have a high hope that uh, we would witness a culture of life emerging in this nation. And we know that it has to come from that humble place of prayer. The united prayer of God's people, Scripture tells us it, that God commands a blessing on unity. And also, Scripture tells us in, in Jesus' prayer with His Father, in John chapter 17, that the world would see that I am in you, and that that I am in them, and that your glory is in us. And God's glory truly is His goodness, His compassion, His mercy. So the high hope that in that place, the world would see God's goodness in that stadium on that day, God's goodness, His compassion, His mercy, and that from that day, God would send us out, His people, Uh, to take the expressive love of Jesus Christ to meet the needs of all people in this city. And And I'm hopeful. I'm hopeful that other cities would watch and witness, and the nations would witness a city that simply prays together, and how effective that is in righteousness in our land. Matt Geppert is with us, president of the Southeast Asia Prayer Center. Matt, talk about what the difference is in people going to Heinz Field to pray together and, you know, I'm going to stay at home and pray in my living room. You know, um, I, I love, that's a great question. I love um, the power uh, that is present when people actually come physically together to link arms or join hands or even just be in in a location uh, calling on God. And, um, and, you know, Jesus talks about where two or more gathered in my name, I'm there in the midst of them. Uh, and, of course, in that Matthew chapter 18, it, it, uh, the, the chapter is, is discussing uh, division 
and discussion, discussing conflict and um, hurts amongst people. And truly, when we come to a place and we look at each other and we stand with each other and we humbly submit to the Lord and ask for forgiveness of our sins, our, our offenses to one another, um, and further ask the Lord to use us in a greater way for righteousness, uh, that presence of God, I'm there in the midst of them, that presence of God is, becomes tangible. Mm-hmm. And from that positioning, we are in fact uh, strengthened, encouraged, lifted up, and empowered to go out from there to help others. Pittsburgh Praise Citywide Gathering, Sunday afternoon, July the 10th, from 2 o'clock until 4 o'clock at Heinz Field. It doesn't cost anything. It's not about politics. It's not about social ills. It's about the saints, you and I, people who call on the name of Jesus Christ in our lives, stepping forward, gathered with one another, shoulder to shoulder, praying for this country, this world, the unity of the church on display together, praying for two solid hours at Heinz Field, Sunday afternoon, July 10th, from 2 o'clock at Heinz Field. Matt, talk about that. People hear this. It's super exciting, very unusual. There's a great power that will derive from this day. How do people go about? Do they just show up? Do they have to register? Tell us about the mechanics. I, I believe it's it's a historic day. It, it hasn't been done before. And um, again, I'm really humbled at how many churches are saying yes and are signing up and are registering and are, are getting engaged with this. Uh, you guys, I, it's just amazing. The different uh, streams of the river of God, the different parts of the body, the different uh, church communities who are saying, hey, we're in this, we're in this. And truly, it's from every community across this greater Pittsburgh area. And even even outside of that, folks are coming in from um, you know, all all over the western part of the state, and some from other states, mm. just to be there on that day. Uh, it's truly historic. It's amazing to see logistics. Uh, we're the doors are opening at one. I jokingly say kickoffs at two. Of course, at Heinz <laughs> Field, but uh, doors are opening at one. Uh, we want to ask people, please um, come with your church uh, if you can. Uh, the the seating is open seating, but we'd love for churches to gather together to to come together as a church and and uh, and plant. We've heard of many churches who are they're making decisions like they're they're going to not have services that day. It's a Sunday, and they're going to come down to the stadium and and tailgate, have an outdoor service wow. together beforehand, and then come into the stadium. Several churches have said that they're doing this and um, what to expect while you're there. Uh, worship. We have a collective worship set that's pulling worship leaders from many different churches uh, from around the city. Worship will will start us off, and then we'll move into a time of praying together. And several leaders um, from throughout the region will be leading prayer prompts. And we will, in fact, pray. That's the purpose of this. We're going to take that time and, and really pray uh, coming out of the years that we've just been in, mm-hmm. can we please be the first city in this nation that acknowledges our God as a good God who answers prayer, and and, and then unify in that humble, repentant uh, prayer and, and the lamenting of that which was lost, and then rise up in, in praise-filled prayers to our God. From that prayer portion, 
uh, we'll, we'll transition back into a time of of just Scripture reading and understanding what it means to be a follower of Jesus Christ in this generation, in this nation. Uh, and then we will be commissioned out, charged out from that place uh, to go take that love of Jesus Christ uh, to meet the needs of the people. Fabulous. Sunday afternoon, July the 10th, from 2 o'clock until 4 o'clock at Heinz Field, Pittsburgh Praise Citywide Gathering. Information to look at what's going on, want to know more deeper information to register you and your church, plf.org, plf.org, absolutely free. If you count yourself a believer, if you think I'm a prayer, I want to be part of this, pray for the city, this is the day, July the 10th, 2 o'clock to 4 o'clock at Heinz Field. Matt Gephardt, thanks very much for being with us. As we get close to the date, let's do this again, but let's make sure that tens of thousands are there at Heinz Field bringing their best forward with Jesus on that Sunday afternoon. John, Kathy, love you guys so much. Can't wait to, to do this together and so appreciate the time. It'll be a great day. That's Matt Geppert, President Southeast Asia Prayer Center. Super cool. We'll be there. Mm -hmm. You'll be there, too. Yep. Hopefully the sun will shine. PLF.org on that July 10th day. Come and join us. Citywide Prayer Event. PLF.org. Year after year, it's the same routine. Drop off the taxes, pick up the taxes, leave a check. Maybe it's time to work with a business CPA who is less transactional and more relational. For Mike Radich and the team at MGR CPA and Consultants, it's about more than crunching the numbers. It's about getting the advice you need for complex tax issues and business solutions. It's just a better return. MGR CPA and Consultants. Honesty, integrity, always. At MGRCPA.com. So my sister and I, that's me, are into dominoes. There's this fancy domino TV show, and we are destined to be on that show. Uncle Ryan, though, that's me, has a hand that shakes like a jackhammer. The dude can't get ten dominoes before his dreams come toppling down. Luckily, there was one positive that came from my domino disaster. I'm about to use it as an analogy in our mortgage commercial. Buying a home right now can be hard. Bidding wars, lack of inventory, rates going up and down. It's easy to have your new home dreams toppled. At United Faith Mortgage, we can't easy fix those hurdles, but we are good at making the mortgage part awesome. We pay $1,000 of your closing costs on new home purchases. And we're an arm of a bigger company who is a direct lender. Our company uses its own money and there's no middleman, which often allows us to get you a better rate, saving monthly and lifelong money. We are United Faith Mortgage. United Mortgage Court, Melville, New York. MLS number 1330. Department of Banking. Mortgage Lender License number 22672. If you can fix the big stuff, you can fix the small stuff. The Mechanical Services Company has fixed HVAC systems large and small for over 100 years. For fair treatment, expert service, and affordable solutions 24-7-365. Find them online at tmschvac.com. The Mechanical Starting stronger starts at AutoZone, where they've got battery solutions in the form of free battery testing, free battery charging, and replacement batteries that fit your needs. That's what makes them America's number one battery destination. Get in the zone. AutoZone. 
Here's to Eden Christian Academy's Class of 2022 on being accepted at over 100 colleges and universities, on winning nearly $2.3 million in academic scholarships to your National Merit Scholars who joined the top 1% of the nation, the senior athletes who were signed to play collegiate sports, and for your accomplishments in the arts, mock trial, community service, and more. Congratulations. Go forth and let your light shine. Eden Christian Academy, pre-K through 12th grade at EdenChristianAcademy.org. Ask Alexa to play the word Pittsburgh to hear us there. We're on your Google speaker, too. Plus, iHeart, TuneIn, and on Odyssey. 101.5 WORDFM, Pittsburgh. Mainly clear skies expected for tonight. We'll see a nighttime low of 53. Some sunshine tomorrow, then turning cloudy. We'll reach a high tomorrow of 74. Cloudy skies for tomorrow night with a couple of showers and a low of 56. Saturday, a passing shower. Expect a thick cloud cover in the morning, then intervals of clouds and sun for the afternoon. Saturday's high, 73. With your AccuWeather forecast, I'm forecaster Drew Shannon. For years, every Sunday evening, I would pull out five dress shirts and stand there by myself at the ironing board and iron five dress shirts. The ready wear for the week. Starting at what age? Well, it was like went into the office. You know, I mean, I spent one part of my career doing something else. And then, so I would say 37. Okay. Dress shirts. Okay. With, in the morning, you know, uh, how many pair of dress pants that I have? 10. 12 mm-hmm. pair of different dress pants, different colors, different weight of fabric. And then, of course, go to the tie rack. Your dress shoes, your dress socks. And Monday, go to the office. Mm-hmm. But that, always that ironing. I always thought that was the ritual to prepare, you know, a nice, clean, crisp collar. Well, now I'm reading in today's paper that because of COVID and the new relaxed era that we live in, that finally... People are wearing shorts to the office. Wow. That's another step. Shorts. So they're saying, wait a second. I I was away from the office for a while, a year or more. And while I was away, I was wearing gym shorts or a pair of khaki shorts or, you know, whatever it is. Now, employers are saying, you know, that suit and the tie thing, we can relax. And as a new hire... You're invited to wear shorts. What do you think? I feel like it's one step too far. Wearing shorts? I do. What do you think? I feel awkward. I just think it's a it's just weird. I mean, this is not sexist, but women would handle that better because women are wearing what collets? What? Uh, what? What are they called? Like long Bermuda shorts. Kind of like longer, dressier shorts. Right. Well, you know, guys. You want to see some guy wearing a pair of like you know gym shorts? No, like, I definitely don't, Christy. I mean, that's like no. <laughs> who's going to show up at the office wearing shorts? And then, for a lot of people, you know, oh, your legs are a little unsightly, or it's right. someone. What are they like? Super hairy, right? Or they're you know knobby need. Right. How about we just hmm. don't even know that about each other? We could just skip that whole thing. Well, corporate America is saying, no, come on, we should do this. 
here in the article from today's Wall Street Journal, Andrew Malinsky, 26, said the engineering firm that he works in in Howell, New Jersey, sent out an email last year on Memorial Day informing the staff that shorts were newly permissible at the office Fridays until Labor Day. And then Labor Day, put the shorts away. Now, there's like, um, what do we used to do here? John's Fashion Rules. Oh, yeah, John Hall Fashion Rules. Yeah, right? He says this. He's 26. It's nice, especially working down by the Jersey Shore. I wore my shorts to work and then went out to Asbury Park after. I don't know. Some bosses, like I said, see shorts as a sweetener for potential new hires. When you interview somebody and you're just wearing street clothes, I think it's a huge advantage over a law firm that sits there telling people that they've got to show up to work at 8 a.m. every day with a suit and tie, said Blake Marcus, 38. Well, what does Blake know? He's the president of a small law firm in Jefferson City, Mo. He knows enough. To be running his own law firm. Right. He also says uh, his red Chuck Taylor sneakers maintains no actual dress code at the office, only asking staff to dress up if they're heading to court. Now, could you imagine? How about going to okay, court so if you're on? going to meet with your attorney and you, he's de- he or she is defending you for something, don't you want them to have some kind of professional outlook? Don't you want that? Yeah, but they don't have to wear a suit and tie. I Just agree. I'm thinking wear a pair of I khakis. I agree, but if they did wear a suit and tie, that wouldn't be bad. Would, do you think that'd be off-putting? No, no, not okay, in the Okay, I don't think no. it'd be off-putting. Some people wear that suit and tie. Like, is their little uniform. Christy, how do you feel about the suit and tie? Uh, I could live or, you know. Really? Yeah, give or take. I don't care. You don't like a guy in a suit and tie? Uh, where are you so dressed up to go? Someplace nice, obviously. Right? But why do you need a suit and a tie? I just think it elevates the room, doesn't it? When you see a man who's mm-hmm. well-dressed, I feel good. I right. feel better. But I, but I think there are fewer and fewer places for that in society. <clears throat> I mean, very few places for that. Well, it doesn't mean that you. you I'm just not disappear. saying it's bad. I'm not saying it's good. I'm just saying that right. that is becoming an unusual thing to see. Mm-hmm. Okay, so Ben, back to Christy. There she is, twenty something. Management says, "Hey, okay, Word FM staff, wear your best shorts to to work." I don't want to do that. Are you doing that, Christy? I'm not doing that. Yeah, I know I'm not doing that. I might do it once. Mm-hmm. Well, heck, I wore a pink polo shirt and had a mustache once. That was wear so shorts. terrible. That was so terrible. I mean, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was. Your hairdresser look. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And since you're not one, it wasn't a good no, was. look for you. Management showed up. <laughs> All right. Shorts? You're saying no. I'm saying shorts is, I, I vote no for shorts. Even like a nice pair of linen nope, shorts? Nope. Doesn't matter. Really? Let's just say no to shorts. Right. Just say no. 101.5 WORD. Turning Point with David Jeremiah. The content of the Bible is living. It's energetic. It's powerful. It's able to do what no one can comprehend it's capable of doing. It is not possible for the enemy to stand against the dreaded weapon of God's Word. Join Dr. David Jeremiah for his series, The Word, next time on Turning Point. This evening at 7.30 on 101.5 WORD. This is Kathy Emmons. John and I are grateful for the encouragement we have from all of our advertisers, and especially our friends at Grove City College. Thanks to everyone at Grove City for supporting the ride home. 
Oh, my papa, to me you are so wonderful. Oh, my papa, to me you are so good. Hi, it's me, Marcia, from the Springhouse. I'm a little biased, but I think we five minor kids got the best dad around. Let's celebrate those special men in our lives with a Springhouse Father's Day steak fry and chicken barbecue. My brother Sam and his boys will crank up the barbecue pit outside and grill the chicken quarters and the New York strip steaks with our special Father's Day marinade. Come hungry for all the fixins to go with your steak or chicken hot off the pit. Top off the meal with a brownie or blondie, something to suit every dad's taste, or any of our other sweet creations. Of course, every dad is treated to a Springhouse ice cream cone, and we'll have live music all day, too. Visit the calves out in the play area and plan to have a memory-making day on the farm at the Springhouse in 84 PA, 724-228-3339, or springhousemarket.com. If a super flexible schedule, great benefits, paid time off, and a signing bonus sound good, consider NAMS Transportation. NAMS has provided safe transportation to northern Allegheny County and Pittsburgh seniors for over 40 years. Van drivers start at $17 an hour, sedan drivers at $14 an hour, plus a $2,000 signing bonus for part-time drivers and a $4,000 signing bonus for full-time. Must be 25 or older, no CDL required. Call 412-406-8611 today. This is Pastor Tom Hall. People are capable of such goodness. So why are we at war with each other? It turns out the Christian faith is completely realistic about human nature. Faith gives us the tools to examine ourselves and imagine a better future. Join us for worship at First Presbyterian Church of Pittsburgh, 326th Avenue, downtown, Sundays at 1045, for our sermon series, What's Wrong With Us? Learn more at fpcp.org. We are everywhere. On your radio at 101.5 WORDFM, Pittsburgh, at wordfm.com, the Word FM mobile app, iHeart, TuneIn, and Odyssey. about summer i think about reading you know you see summer reading book lists we just there's did something one. we just did one with byron Burger just mm-hmm. a couple days ago if you want to see it by the way you can go onto our facebook page the ride home with johnny kathy i have all the books listed there um but i think about reading and i think about the fact that it just seems like and perhaps it's just my life i'm married to a teacher so things markedly change when summer hits and things seem to be slower <sighs> Things seem to be slower. So that seems to invite more time to read, at least in, you in know, theory. Right, in theory. And so I was interested in, you know, um, my personal situation, which is that I love books mm-hmm. and I have a lot of books, way more books than I need, according to everyone who lives in my house. Mm-hmm. But since we were uh, renovating, we've been renovating our house over the last five months, I, we packed up all of my books and moved them out to the pod, which was sitting in our driveway. And then last week... I myself, I did not ask for anyone's help because I felt like it was my responsibility because they are my books. Yeah. I moved every last book from the pod into my house. Myself. That's a lot. That's a lot. It's a lot. Do you want to get rid of books? I, I, got rid, I got rid of about half of my books. Hey, that's very smart. I got rid of about half of my books. Marie yeah. Kondo. Uh, Marie Kondo I kept. Okay. Yeah. Because she, she sparked joy. She did spark joy. Mm. The whole thing sparked joy. Mm. Um, anyway, as I was bringing the books back in, I was thinking, okay, so these are the books that are really important to me. These mm. are the ones that, you know, they either remind me of who I read sure, them with, sure. who bought them for me, you know, different 
periods of my life. Books I think are particularly beautiful. So I decided to do a little investigation on the best-selling books, like thinking about history. Um, What, like, we're going to take the Bible out. We're going to take any other religious book out, and we're just going to talk about novels, the the best selling novels. Not fiction. Not fiction. We're not going to do nonfiction. No nonfiction. Right. We're going to do. Okay. So the Bible, you would say. Billions and billions and billions. So many. It's the best-selling book of all time. Right. Worldwide. But then you're going to go to, okay, who is in that list where you're not approaching billions and billions? Right. The the Bible is estimated to have sold 5 billion copies. Sold. Yeah, 5 billion copies. And how many were given away? Doesn't say. Mm -hmm. Um, 800 million copies for the Quran Mm -hmm. and 190 million for the Book of Mormon. Mm -hmm. Well, you don't want to brag or anything. No, I mean, I hate to. <laughs> right, I don't want to pull rank, but uh, yeah, you know, yeah, there are a lot. Anyway, uh, we're just kidding. Okay, so, so then what's close? Okay, so anything? I have the top one. Okay, so there's nothing close to the Bible at five billion. Copies. <laughs> you, you would there's not nothing. Imagine, right? There's absolutely nothing. Is nothing there anything close. close to? Okay, so the, the Joseph the, Smith. The, there are two. There are two books that are tied. Hmm. Okay, um, <clears throat> for uh, two hundred million. Yeah. Copies sold. 200 million Two, copies. Right. Um, and so I wonder if you might hazard any guess whatsoever about what they would be. Well, I would say, because it's 200 million copies, obviously, it, I would say it had to be around for a long, That's true. long time. Wise approach. The second right. one, not around nearly as much as the first, okay. or as long as the first. So if it's a book that's been around a long time, you know, the printing press, I mean, but mass distribution. Mm-hmm. And I would say it's like in major metropolitan areas yes. where there was, you know, a density that, of that population. That is very smart. Right? Yes. So that would be... And this what, author's books are all about that. Okay. So then, I, then I'm on to this. I got okay. this. Because then it wouldn't be America. It would be... A world capital, Very which good. would be a world capital, which would be London. Uh-huh. And if it's in London, it would be Charles Dickens. You are so right. God bless it. Hey, That's fabulous. A good guess, Thank John. You. So, which book of Charles Dickens uh, do you think it would be? Two hundred million copies. First published eighteen fifty nine. There's a lot of Charles Dickens. Um, it could be David Copperfield. It could be Great Expectations. Could be Tale of Two Cities. It could yeah, that's be what I. Okay, Bleak I was House. going to say it would either be. It could a, be Christmas Carol. Yeah, that was kind of like last. I would just say either a Tale of Two Cities or not Bleak House. That's too bleak, and it's too long. Or David Copperfield. Um, I'm saying a Tale of Two Cities. Yes, it's hey. correct. What in the world? Fabulous. Man, congratulations. Tale of Two Cities. Really, 200 million copies 200 million sold? copies since 1859. Whoa, whoa. Yes, 1859. 1859. Um, Can you imagine? Who has the rights? That's eminent domain now. I mean, is, is the Dickens family? No, he can't. No, I think these International copyright. Yeah, I'm not sure about that. That's a good question. Yeah. Tied for that is The Little Prince. Oh. Which I never read. What? I never read that. What? You didn't, I have it. Not, I, I never read to your it. Ki- what? I can't. No, I never did. We have several of those copies at our do house. You like, do you like oh, that Oh, very much so. Okay. Excuse me. Yeah, I'll bring it, can I bring it in for you? It's a thin read. Yeah, it's very small. Yeah. No, because I have it. I just haven't read it. Oh, okay. All right. Well, the good news is you didn't throw it away. That's right. I didn't throw so, it away. Okay. Now that you know, 
Yes. Okay. 1943 was the Little Prince. Whoa, which that's was actually amazing. much later than I thought. A hundred years yeah, after the fact. Hundred years of, after the fact. Tale two cities. Okay. Um, number three uh, with 120 million. Do you want to guess? So much. 19 publishing date of 1997. What? Yeah, 1997. So that gives you a good idea of how many books have been purchased in an incredibly short period of time. 1997. Versus A Tale of Two Cities. Mm-hmm. Uh, some crazy book. Then. It has to be a crazy book like um, uh, Erica Jong, like nope. Fear Flying or nope. something like that. Nope. No? <laughs> I'm happy to tell you it's okay, not good. that. What is it? It's Harry Potter. Oh, of course. Why, 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 the Brits that? are killing this, yes, aren't they? Are. They? they should because yep. they, they own the language. Yep. No, you're right. And they're the best at it. Yes, yes they own it. Uh, Harry Potter and the Philosopher's Stone, 1997. Mm. Uh, number four on the list, another Brit. Hmm. Another woman. I don't know. Agatha Christie. Of Yes. And then we there were none. Oh. And then there were none, which is a really creepy book and a creepy story. It's very good. That was 1939. That sold 100 million. Can you imagine? Yeah. And then, can you believe this? Number five, another Brit. Mm-hmm. This time a man. Any guess? No. J.R.R. Tolkien, The Hobbit. Uh-huh. 100 million copies. I was going to say, could be C.S. Lewis. And number six, uh-huh. C.S. Lewis. The line, which, the line, the witch in the wardrobe. I mean, talk about an absolute like slam dunk for the Brits. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's really. Do the, you the, own those all those numbers. books? I own. I don't. Well, yes, yeah, I do. Yes, I do. Okay, well then that unto itself that should tell you something, right? That's your summer reading, right? And I have four copies, five copies of The Hobbit. <laughs> Because I love it's my my yeah. favorite book ever. Well, not my second. It's tied for Pride with Pride and Prejudice. But I like I have all sorts of different versions of. Oh, it. I love it. Okay, quickly round out the top ten. Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe is number six. She, a history of adventure by H. Ryder Haggard, is a what? book I don't know. What? Written in eighteen eighty seven. I do not know that. She. I'm sorry to tell you that the Da Vinci Code by Dan Brown is number seven. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Which was written in 2003, but and then the next one, two, three, four, five, six are all Harry Potter's. Amazing. I mean, that's really shocking. And then the Alchemist um, by Paulo by Paulo Coelho in uh, 1988 rounds out the top ten. And then right after that, we get into the Catcher in the Rye, mm-hmm. Bridges of Madison County. Oh my gosh, Ben Hur. Really, you can heal your life. By Louise Hay, which is not a novel. That actually is a self-help. That's the only one of these that has not been a novel. Do you know Louise Hay? Nope. Never heard of her. A Hundred Years of Solitude, which is a book on my list. Oh, yeah. Gabriel Garcia Marquez. Exactly. I've read that. Did you enjoy that? Loved it. Uh, Lolita. What? Yeah. Malbikoff. Heidi. Heidi? I never read Heidi. Didn't you? No. Did you read that? No. That's a girl's book. That wasn't interesting to me. That's like a little girl's book. Yeah, it is a little. Right, yeah. It's like Little House on the Prairie, yeah. kind of that same right, right. era. It would appeal to the same age child. If you like Nancy child. Drew, you go, yeah, oh, give me probably. Heidi too, yeah. Except the Heidi's not solving mysteries. No, <laughs> she's not. It's a little different, but than it's Nance. a big adventure. It's a little different than Nance. Um, Doctor Spock's book. What? Yep, another yeah. another non novel. Well, oh, that did a lot of damage. Uh, <laughs> Anne of Green Gables comes next. Do you not love Anne of Green Gables? I love everything about Anne How about of Green the film? Gables. The nineteen thirties film. I love that, but I love the the one in the '90s even Do more. You, what? Oh really? yeah, oh yeah. Really? Megan follows. See, I, really, I know, I know. Oh, I love that one. Oh, it's just so beautiful. 
Um, Colleen Dewhurst. Colin Dewhurst and Jason Robards together. There's a couple. They were like the they were they were the king and queen of uh, Eugene O'Neill's. Were they? Yeah, kind I didn't of like know that. yeah. They were like, I mean, Long Day's Journey, you know. And then they, especially Jason Robards, the Iceman. Yeah, just fabulous. Black Beauty, hmm. the name of the rose. The eagle has landed. What's the name of the rose? The name of the rose. Umberto Eco. It's an Italian book that came out in 1980. Hmm. Historical novel. The Eagle Has Landed by Jack Higgins, Watership Down, mm, The Height Report, book. Charlotte's Web, and The Ginger Man. I was thinking about uh, Rounding Down. it out, The Tale of Peter Rabbit. <laughs> rabbits, rabbits. Mm-hmm. Have you read Watership Down? Never. Because there's rabbits in our yard, and I was thinking, you know, oh, that, that's a good book. I understand it is It'll a good be very book. Enjoyable. I don't own that either. Okay. I did not move that book out to the pod nor back from the pod. <laughs> okay. I also haven't read um, The Eagle Has Landed. Is that a suspense thriller? Jack Higgins, yep. Mm, Jack Higgins. Mm-hmm. How about Mary Clark Higgins? Remember? I, yep. She was a really big deal oh, for a gigantic. while. gigantic. Huge yeah, yeah. deal for a while. It's a mystery. Suspense, right? Uh-huh. Crime, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mary Clark. Anyway, it's a it's a very interesting list, but um, it does cause you to think that there are a lot of books that are still loved by people. Yep. It kind of, I don't know. It made me feel good about things. Some beach reading. Really See, the, did. The thing about the beach read is it's got to be like a, a, a crummy old paperback. But you don't worry about getting sand yeah. and sweat, suntan and lotion. I have a hard time focusing on a serious book. At the beach? Yeah. How do you feel about that? No, I, I no. My, my daughter, it. my daughter's good with it. She's like, yeah, yeah. No, I've, we all bring our own books. She does like super serious things at the beach. That's okay. okay. I've got no problem with that. It doesn't have to be frothy. It just has to be interesting. I'm not saying it has to be frothy. Frothy. Jeez. It's a frothy book on the beach. No, it's frothy, John. <laughs> frothy. Well, listen to me. Like I'll some, like I'm like some blue blood with an ascot. Exactly. Frothy is the read for the summer. All right, take a quick break. What's going on? Coming up next, Pittsburgh Group is preparing to send cookie tables to a place you might not imagine. Oh, my god! That's coming up next in the Ride Home. My brother-in-law died suddenly, and now my sister and her kids have to sell their home. That's why I told my husband we could not put off getting life insurance any longer. An agent offered us a 10-year, $500,000 policy for nearly $50 a month. Then we called SelectQuote. SelectQuote found us identical coverage for only $19 a month, a savings of $369 a year. Whether you need a $500,000 policy or a $5 million policy, SelectQuote could save you more than 50% on term life insurance. For your free quote, call SelectQuote at 1-800-928-3355. That's 1-800-928-3355. Or go to SelectQuote.com. 1-800-928-3355. That's 1-800-928-3355. SelectQuote. We shop. You save. Full details on example policies at selectquote.com slash commercials. The Mechanical Services Company. Trusted, proven, preferred for all mechanical systems. Heating and air, our team has got you covered. Maintenance, service, installs and repair. Call us when you need comfort. Online at tmschvac.com. The Mechanical Services Company. Trusted, proven, preferred. 
Hi, I'm John Henney from Henney Jewelers. Since 1887, my family has helped people celebrate the most memorable moments in their lives. We are rooted in faith and commit to doing the right thing again and again. We believe in the covenant of marriage and use our To Have and To Hold program to encourage couples as they prepare to spend the rest of their lives together. Please stop into our Shadyside store to learn more or visit HennyJewelers.com. Henny Jewelers, your jewelers for life. Creation Festival 2022 is your summer destination. June 29th through July 2nd at Agape Farm, Shirleysburg, PA. Featuring Zach Williams, We the Kingdom, Bethel Music, Newsboys, plus KB, Colony House, Elevation Rhythm, Dante Bo, Mike Donahue, and Red. Creation Festival. Come for the day or the entire event and go home changed. Compassion International presents Creation Festival. Get half off tickets now while they last exclusively at wordfm.com slash creation. The uh-ohs are out there. Scratches, dents, unexpected natural events. But with Mako and their magic, your car is no longer tragic. So when life throws you uh-ohs, just say, better get Mako. And go to Mako.com to book your appointment today. Uh-oh, Brad's buzzed. Oh yeah? Yeah, he's starting with the woots. <laughs> Good thing is, he knows when he's buzzed. Know your buzzed warning signs? Call for a ride when it's time to go home. Buzz driving is drunk driving. A message from NHTSA and the Ad Council. Here's a great story. Volunteer bakers in Pittsburgh and Texas are currently preparing to assemble several traditional Pittsburgh cookie tables in Uvalde. In the wake of the uh, mass shooting May 24th, members of the Wedding Cookie Table Community, it is a local Facebook group, Hmm. Over 100,000 people plan to provide cookies for Uvalde's mourners, hospital workers, first responders, journalists, and teams of people who are attending to those who are in deep mourning. Quote, my wedding cookie table community is full of people with big hearts, says Facebook founder Laura McGon of Monongahela. McGon and other local bakers are coordinating with members of the Facebook group on the ground in Texas to bake and ship possibly Hundreds of thousands of cookies. The group plans to post signage in English and Spanish with information about the Pittsburgh cookie table tradition and a message of support and love. Now, the group has determined that there are at least four Pittsburgh cookie table staples that they do not have in Texas that the group will focus on sending. Okay. Lady Locks. Interesting. Not available in Texas. Mm -mm. Lady Locks. And they describe it. A cookie with a long, flaky shell. And sweet cream filling. Makes you so happy. Who doesn't love a lady lock? Mm-hmm. The Italian peach cookie. Okay. Gobs, which is a regional variation on the Amish whoopie pie. Okay. And Buckeyes. Oh. Balls of peanut butter sure. dipped in chocolate. They're working with a professional baker to coordinate refrigerated shipping as needed, says Laura McGone. The Facebook uh, group started in 2015 after unsuccessfully trying to research the history of cookie tables. Cookie tables are common fixtures, of course, at community and family events in Pittsburgh, but little is known about the tradition's yeah, where origin. Yeah, where that came from. Yeah, Begone says, I grew up with the cookie table tradition. It occurred to me over the years that people took cookie tables for granted and did not document the cookie tables. The Facebook group, which has grown to 100,000 members, I'm a member, mm-hmm. uh, became a place for people to trade recipes, pictures, and tips. 
when it comes to offering comfort by cookies. This is not the group's first rodeo. Starting in 2018, after the mass shooting of the Pittsburgh Tree of Life, the group is also focused on sending cookies to communities coping with tragedies. So if you go on Facebook, you can find the Cookie Table page. And if you're so inclined, you sign up and be part of this and be a cookie comforter for those suffering. It's called the Wedding Cookie Table Community. There are a 105 uh, members. Wow. Mm-hmm. I was just at a wedding over the weekend. Oh, My fr- uh, Catherine Costantino it was in charge of the cookie table. Man. It was a thing of absolute oh. beauty. If ever I want to be standing next exactly. to someone. Exactly. I took videos just to make you feel worse about it. I'm Shoot. sorry. That's okay. I just felt no, like no. I had to share it. Fabulous. Anyway, what a great thing to do. Yes. You feel like you can't do anything? Maybe you could do something. The Wedding Cookie Table Community on Facebook. Very nice. 101.5 WORDFM Pittsburgh. On your smart speaker by saying, play the word Pittsburgh. And on your phone via the Word FM mobile app, iHeart, TuneIn, and Odyssey. With SRN News, I'm John Scott. As the House Committee investigating the January 6, 2021 Capitol attack begins to reveal its findings at the first of several high-profile June hearings, Republicans are ramping up efforts to undermine the legitimacy of the panel's work. House Minority Leader Kevin McCarthy says the committee is illegitimate. Speaker Pelosi's select committee on January 6th is unlike any other committee in American history. In fact, it is the most political and least legitimate committee in American history. Indiana Congressman Jim Banks, the chairman of the Republican Study Committee, says it's not bipartisan, it's completely partisan. Minority Whip Steve Scalise says Democrats trying to avoid the hard questions related to the attack on the Capitol by making accusations of Republican members and voters. This is SRN News. Hey, everybody, Mark Davis for Advantage Gold. Investing and protecting your retirement is a real challenge these days. Raging inflation, the hyper-volatile stock market. You don't have to sit and watch it all unfold. Thousands of retirees are safeguarding their retirements with physical precious metals like gold and silver inside their IRAs and 401ks. One company I trust for this, Advantage Gold, the number one highest rated gold company on TrustLink seven years in a row. For a free gold IRA investment kit, call Advantage Gold, 800-741-4653. Call 800-741-GOLD. Don't sit idly by while the stock market and inflation destroy your retirement savings. For a free gold IRA investment kit, call 800-741-4653. They'll answer all your questions, including if your current retirement account qualifies. Call 800-741-4653. Find out how easy it is to put precious metals in your IRA or 401k. Call 800-741-GOLD. Advantage Gold is not an investment advisor or a tax advisor. Consult your investment professional before investing. Parents are extremely important part of their child's education. Kara Bell, principal at Jubilee Christian School in Mount Lebanon. We try to partner with parents and try to instill values that the parents want as well. We love to have parents come in and volunteer for activities, for recess, for lunch, to help out in the classrooms, field experiences once a month. We try to team so that we can meet the child's needs. Imagine, believe, achieve. Jubilee Christian School, K-7th through grade, now enrolling for the fall at Jubilee Last year, over 100,000 people in the United States died from drug overdoses, and alcohol-related deaths are rising. This has to stop. At Recovery Centers of America, our local team of experts is dedicated to treating addiction and healing families. 
With cutting-edge science and medicine behind us, Recovery Centers of America takes a holistic approach to treatment, addressing the source, symptoms, and contributors of substance use and co-occurring mental health disorders. Call 1-888-RECOVERY now for immediate help. You don't need to travel far to access world-class care and family support services. Our inpatient and outpatient centers are located near you so you can achieve recovery close to home. Plus, we offer outpatient telehealth services. If you are suffering and don't know where to turn, we want you to know that you are not alone. At Recovery Centers of America, we will answer your call 24-7. Call 1-888-RECOVERY now. That's 1-888-RECOVERY. Your local radio stations are here for you. No subscriptions or monthly fees necessary. We're here to give you the news, weather, and traffic you need and the music you love. But if the foreign-owned record labels get their way, it could stop the music. They want Congress to force radio stations to pay them more money simply to play their music. Don't let radio go silent. Text LOCAL to 52886 and tell Congress to protect local radio stations. This message furnished by the National Association of Broadcasters. Mainly clear skies expected for tonight. We'll see a nighttime low of 53. Some sunshine tomorrow, then turning cloudy. We'll reach a high tomorrow of 74. Cloudy skies for tomorrow night with a couple of showers and a low of 56. Saturday, a passing shower. Expect a thick cloud cover in the morning, then intervals of clouds and sun for the afternoon. Saturday's high, 73. With your AccuWeather forecast, I'm forecaster Drew Shannon. Portions of the following program have been pre-recorded. Welcome to another edition of The Ride Home with John and Kathy, live from the Salem-Pittsburgh studios. And now, here are your hosts, John Hall and Kathy Emmons. No, we're here. We are here live and local. That's us, Ride Home. Kath, uh, your your feelings about trusting the government. <laughs> trusting the government. Because a, a new Pew poll yep. has been released. Mm-hmm. And as you might imagine... The government doesn't look real trustworthy. No. Mm-hmm. No. I, view of the government. Yeah. So I grew up uh, as a solid conservative uh, in that I just generally distrust the government. Less government. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think that that's the way our founding fathers looked at things. The less mm-hmm. government, the better. Yeah. Um, and so I tend to lean in that direction anyway. Um, but for sure, the last... 12 years have not been confidence inducing mm-hmm, mm-hmm. or confidence producing. I'm surprised. That, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's bad. Okay. So, I mean, so we've had several impeachments. We've had, you know, going back 20 plus years, we've had three impeachments. Yeah. I mean, we all know, right? Right. We have you know the litany of right. horrors that and we've And the latest, of course, being not just the economy and gas prices, but I think most importantly, our absurd exit from Afghanistan. Mm-hmm. And then tonight we're going to do an entertainment program, right? <laughs> right. No, I don't say that. Pizza. It might not might not be an entertainment program. We'll I mean, see. you're getting snacks. You're going to make it into one. I think you'd be remiss if you weren't. It's a good point. <laughs> I'm not criticizing you. Or an adult you, beverage, or several. Okay, sure. Is what I'm saying, mm-hmm. right? Okay, Uncle Sam. Uh, in 1964, 77 percent of the population gave government a positive rating. Seventy what? Seventy seven. Oh my. In Gosh. 1964. Okay, so you think it's 20 years after World War II is over. 
Yeah. Those people, you know, home, the government, you know, everyone's working, feeling good about things. What year did JFK die? 63. 63 in right. November so that's right of 63. After so you be very So Lyndon patriotic. Johnson's president at this point. Right. Civil rights. Right. I mean, you're still More just on poverty. reeling from JFK. I mean, people loved their country. They trusted government to do the right thing. Even in the midst of the Warren Commission, which was wildly controversial. Yes. Okay. Since then, public trust has fallen to a disturbing 20%. Wow. 20% of the population trust the population, so they say to Trust Pew. the government. Trust, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, huh. Decades of distrust, the report says, and a sentiment that has changed very little since President Bush' second term in office. Which was the high point right after 9-11. Right. Mm-hmm. He had a very high – is, is there a number there attached no, to what his no. approval rating was? But no, it was but they high. say that's, that's the most recent high, yeah. and then we fall into the abyss. The survey asked if government should play a major role in 12 areas. Helping people out of poverty was last government's role, with a slim 52% majority agreeing. Preventing terrorism ranked highest mm-hmm. at 90%. There were also racial and ethnic differences. Overwhelming majorities of black, Asian, and Hispanic respondents said the government should do more to solve problems. But just over half of the white population said the government is doing too many things better left to businesses and individuals. Unfortunately, the public has also little confidence in elected officials to fix what is wrong? About two-thirds of adults, including nearly identical shares in both parties, said most people seeking elected officials at all levels to do so to serve their own personal interests are failing. Mm-hmm. The public has much more confidence in career federal employees than political appointees, but that is declining. 52% confidence rating in career feds dropped nine points since 2018. I mean, they're not telling us so something we don't good, know. But no. you're right. It's mm-hmm. not a surprise. No. Still, though, that 77 number from 64 is shocking. Mm-hmm. Notably, the only area in which a significantly larger share of Republicans rate the job the federal government is doing more positively than Democrats is on protecting the environment, Pew found. How about that? Despite the continuing and highly partisan battles over health care, nearly equal shares in both parties say the government does a good job of ensuring access to health care. The military, which suffered a substantial decline in trust, then bounced back recently. Uh, Better communication by the Pentagon, noting how it works with Hollywood on the military image. In real life, especially during an age of international terrorism, the public wants the military's protection. Mm. I don't know. I mean, no surprise. Right. So no one twenty percent. Nobody likes the government. Seventy-seven. So twenty percent is not a surprise to me because I know the super swimming in. But seventy-seven percent in nineteen sixty-four is shocking. We won a war. I don't even. I don't even remember. The president was killed, we were, and we rallied around the country. Sixty-four. Wow. Yeah. What's next? All right. So we have a, a really significant anniversary coming up this week. Mm-hmm. It was yesterday, as a matter of fact. But this week, 50 years ago, a young girl was in her village in South Vietnam. And I'm sorry, in North Vietnam. And the South Vietnamese, if you know the Vietnam War, they were trying to take territory back. Sort of like what's happening in Ukraine right now. Mm -hmm. A young girl, nine years of age, was at her family home in North North Vietnam. 
and American and South Vietnamese were trying to take the territory, and bombs were dropped, and napalm, which is a thick, gooey, fiery substance, fell from the sky and landed on this village in North Vietnam. And when it did, it incinerated many of the people from the village, and then the blowback from that set on fire children. One of those children, Kim Phuc, she was known as the napalm girl. The photograph was taken, distributed around the world in hundreds of newspapers. She became instantly the image of the Vietnam War. The photographer later won a Pulitzer Prize for that image. Fifty years ago yesterday, that image still resonates about the horrors of war. Coming up next, we'll talk with Kim Phuc about that image, her life, and her life in Christ. That's straight ahead. The ride home, the napalm girl, 50 years after the fact here on Word FM. WORD. Throughout his public and private life, former Vice President Mike Pence has been motivated by the pro-life cause. Next time on Focus on the Family, the Vice President shares his Christian faith, calls for compassion for every human life, and encourages the preservation of religious freedom in America. Next time on Focus on the Family with Jim Daly. Tonight at 8.30 on 101.5 WORD. If you are 65 or older, you know this. It's really frustrating to deal with out-of-pocket medical expenses. Watching your hard-earned dollars just flying out the window. Well, here's something that can really help, and it's worth taking a minute to look into. MediShare has a new option called MediShare 65+. Plus. MediShare is a community of Christians who share each other's health care bills And it really is a community. People encourage and pray for each other. And MediShare 65 Plus is a low-cost option for those with Medicare Parts A and B that fills in the gaps where Medicare stops. You can lock in one low monthly price for up to 10 years. It's great for peace of mind. You can use your Medicare-approved doctor and get prescription savings, dental and vision savings. Very worth looking into, and it's so easy to find out why people rave about the customer service at MediShare. They're great to talk to on the phone. Here's the number. Call 833-SHARE-55. That's 833-SHARE-55. 833-SHARE-55. The Mechanical Services Company. Trusted. If you can fix the big stuff, you can fix the small stuff. The Mechanical Services Company has fixed HVAC systems large and small for over 100 years. For fair treatment, expert service, and affordable solutions 24-7-365, find them online at tmschvac.com. The Mechanical Services Company, trusted, proven, preferred. MTS stands for Master of Theological Studies, and it's a two-year degree for those who want to just deepen in their theological knowledge. With an MTS degree from RPTS, you can be ready for whatever God calls you to. We have three areas of concentration, biblical counseling, biblical studies, either the Old or the New Testament. You can also do one in doctrinal or historical studies. Learn how to get your Master of Theological Studies degree entirely online at rpts.edu. RPTS, study under pastors. 
Spring means new beginnings and growth. So let's get your business's seeds planted with Salem Surround. Let us help your website bring you the leads your business needs to thrive. Let's make sure people find you faster and easier on the web. Our amazing team of media strategists are here to serve you with boots on the ground and real-world expertise. We live right here and know the communities you're trying to reach. We're media strategists, and we're very, very good at what we do. So let's grow together. Learn more at Surround Pittsburgh. Thanks for being with us. Think back to the United States of America in the 1960s and in the 1970s. If you can. The Vietnam War was raging. Now, the Vietnam War goes back many, many years before the American intervention. America basically entered Southeast Asia in 1961 and quickly escalated from a small group of what they would call intelligence observers to boots on the ground that numbered in the hundreds of thousands. That's the American perspective. Now, from a Vietnamese perspective, whether it's North or South Vietnam, The country was essentially inundated by troops, bombs, guns, all sorts of violence that were perpetrated on the people, mostly on the civilians. Untold numbers of civilians were killed in the war. And still to this day, in North and South Vietnam, there are still bombs that are being unearthed. It was a deeply dangerous place. And you can only imagine what it would be to grow up as a child in the midst of a war. Our next guest, Kim Fook, is with us. She has a new workout called Fire Road, the Napalm Girl's journey through the horrors of war to faith, forgiveness, and peace. Now, in 1972, Kim Fook was out with her brothers and sisters when there was a bomber coming overhead targeting the area in which she lived, and napalm rained down upon Kim Fook. She was burned severely. The skin on her body shredded her. And the ensuing decades of pain and change that came upon her was something that no one should have to suffer. Here to talk to us about her story as a child and a woman of faith is Kim Fook. Kim, we welcome you to the show. Thank you. (laughs) Kim, let me say first off how much John and I have just unbelievably enjoyed your book. I mean, it is a fabulous accomplishment. Thank you so much. <laughs> it is really wonderful. Okay, Kim, let's start off talking about your childhood in Vietnam and what it was like before war came to you and your accident, June eighth, nineteen seventy two. Right, my well, my life before that happened, uh, I I was really really happy. Uh, every time I went home from school, uh, get into my uh, the gate of my fam of my house, I felt like princess, and you know, like I enjoyed to climb on the tree to pick up all the food. My favorite food is guava. Mm. It's so beautiful, <laughs> and uh, wow, um, it's just, I I feel so good before the uh, so peaceful and. Um, I remember all the all that we have. Yes, um, a lot of animals around uh, around us, and then a lot of fruit trees. And um, wow, 
enjoy my childhood. <laughs> yes. Now, Kim, your family was doing very well. Your mother ran a successful restaurant. Your father was a very astute businessman. You earned, owned some property surrounded, as you say, by 42 guava trees. Life was yes, good. Yes. Father. <laughs> Talk to us yeah. about what happened when on June 8th of 1972, airplanes came overhead as you were out in the fields with your brothers and sisters. Right. When the, um, we hiding in the temple, it means the Taodai religion. If they're so with the South Vietnamese soldiers, then um, they saw the color mark drop inside of the temple. That means they dedicated the temple was going to be bombed. Then um, they called the children. You have to run out of this place. It's not safe. And so they asked the children, run. And uh, then I remember I was one of them. We ran out of the temple it just in the front of the temple, then I saw the airplane. It's so fast toward me, then so loud. And I saw, wow, the four bombs landing down. And then I heard the noise like that. Then Wow, the fire was everywhere around me. And, of course, my clothes was burned by the fire. And I saw the fire over on my left arm. And I used my right hand. I wrapped it up. Then I thought, oh, my goodness, I got burned. So I would be ugly, so people would see me different way. I was so terrified. Yes. Then I ran out of that fire, and I saw my brothers, I saw my cousin, and some soldiers there, and we kept running and running until I was so tired to run anymore. I stopped. I saw so many people on the street, and so I just cried out too hot, too hot. And I remember one of the soldiers gave me some water to drink, and because he tried to help me, he poured the water over my body, my skin, and at that moment, Wow, I get, you know, I get passed out. I didn't know anything else. Water boils at 212 degrees. It's estimated that the um, the temperature of napalm coming down, raining down on uh, vegetation and people may exceed 5,000 degrees. 
So when this napalm hit your skin, you essentially boiled from the outside and the napalm made its way inside of your body. So your your organs, your skin, they were on fire. And this water that was given to you as an act of kindness had the complete and total opposite effect because it ignited the fire deeper inside your body. Right, but, you know, at that moment, they just tried to help me. Sure. No, no one realized that, what happened. But for me, I look at the, you know, like, I feel, I feel, like, so bad. But for me, I feel like, oh, that is a good thing because yes. I pass out. I, I didn't remember anything. That has helped me for that mm-hmm. because if, how, I don't know how, this is so bad if I just know how much the pain come down with right. that. What Kim, it's in, what's interesting is that as you were just hit with the napalm and you're running, trying to escape the pain, your first thought, as you write in Fire Road, is that I am ugly now. To talk about that, about the sense of beauty in Vietnamese life. Wow, yes. Oh, yeah. I, I think it's... Uh, the women, uh, mostly the culture in Vietnam, um, I think is I saw my mom, she really uh, worked so hard and she so cared about her hair, her face, her skin. And I said, oh, I look at that so ugly and I feel so, I terrified at that moment. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And somehow that thought with you about your ugliness that instilled in you the thought that you were somehow unfit to be loved. Exactly. Unfit to be loved. It's so sad when as a little child, I knew it at that moment. Yeah. Kim, without meeting you, uh, tens, hundreds of millions of people know who you are because we've all seen the very famous photograph of you that was taken by a man you named Uncle Oot, uh, Nick Oot. So at that, at that moment that the napalm was burning your skin, um, Nick Oot was there with a camera. Can you talk about that moment? Right. I, I didn't know he was there. I didn't know that my picture was taken at that moment. As a child, I, I, after I got burned, I kept running and running. And I, 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 I end up in the hospital. Then, you know, my life too long in the hospital. And I, I, I saw that picture as the first time when I came home hmm. after the, the, the hospitalized. Then my dad called out, Oh, that is your picture, Kim. So, 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 the, so the photographs Nick Oot took are the only memories you have of those moments. Yeah, I I didn't know that. Okay, so after that, when I came home, then I remember uh, my my dad showed me this is your picture, and I looked at picture. I said, Oh no, wow. I was so ugly. <laughs> you know, I didn't want that. Uh, but I have to accept that is my brothers and my cousin in my picture, and then is real. I got burned. Yeah, that I remember. But when I I thought, wow, right now, the moment he took my picture. But then, oh, later on, uh, Uncle Ud, uh told me what happened next. 
because I didn't remember uh, when I passed out what happened next. Then he told me after he took the picture and then he took me to the nearest hospital and he dropped me there. He fight with the people, get me in, and uh, he went to the dark room to envelope, uh, to uh, to make the, the, the picture. And so he saw my picture and then he went back to my village for the next day and what's going on. And then I said, wow, Uncle Ud, he, he is my hero because, you know, the Nepal didn't know who, who you are. And it's so dangerous. He was right there. It's so close. And he took my picture. Not only he, he did his job, but he did extra work. He took me, he dropped me to the hospital. But he saved my life. He did save your life. We're talking with Kim Fook. She is the author of Fire Road, the Napalm Girl's Journey Through the Horrors of War to Faith, Forgiveness, and Peace. Nick Oot took that photograph on June 8th of 1972. The following day, the photograph of Kim Fook is a little girl running naked down a road in South Vietnam. South Vietnam. It shook the world as it was reproduced in hundreds of newspapers, magazines across the world. It essentially put an exclamation point on the horrors of the Vietnam world. And people who may have been supportive of the Vietnam War up to that point had to pause and reconsider what they thought of war as they saw a child burned deeply and what that would mean for her, for her family, for her country. We'll take a quick break and talk about Kim Fook and her lead and her faith to find Jesus Christ in this broken and dangerous world. Stay with us. Kim Fook, the Fire Road Girl, the Napalm Girl, and her story continues here on Word FM. Hi, my name is Ryan Bourne. And I'm Danica Bourne. And And we're we're the the owners owners of South Coast Tax. We would like to thank our Lord for protecting us from evil. Psalm 91 states, He is my refuge and my fortress, for He will rescue us from every trap and protect us from deadly disease. South Coast Tax are Christian-based tax accounts and attorneys who specialize in releasing bank levies, wage garnishments, and filing complex tax returns. We are the leaders in acceptance of offers and compromise with awesome results. We are also a small firm who will treat you like family and not just a number. Call us today at 1-800-TAX-3156 for a free consultation, and we'll take the time to explain all the programs that you qualify for in order to allow you a fresh start. In John 8.36, so if the sun sets you free, you will be free indeed, and one way we can achieve that is by being debt-free. So let us help you today. Call us at 1-800-TAX-3156, and together we can help achieve this goal by putting the IRS tax debt behind you for good. Again, that number is 1-800-TAX-3156. The word around town is that Pittsburgh homeowners are choosing doing it right when it comes to their roofing, siding, and remodeling projects. That's because since 1984, doing it right roofing, siding, remodeling continues to set the bar through clear communication and an installation that's second to none. 
Doing It Right employs only the most experienced professionals to install and oversee your project. They'll stop at nothing to ensure your satisfaction. Doing business honestly, taking no money down and no payment until the job is complete. Doing It Right will ensure all work is installed to the industry's highest standards, then back it all up with their lifetime workmanship warranty. As a prestigious multi-award winning Owens Corning Platinum Contractor, as well as a VSI certified installation contractor, you can't go wrong with Doing It Right. Mention Johnny Cathy for a discount off your estimate. Call 724-NEW-ROOF for a free project evaluation or visit roofingcontractorpittsburgh.com. If a super flexible schedule, great benefits, paid time off, and a signing bonus sound good, consider NAMS Transportation. NAMS has provided safe transportation to Northern Allegheny County and Pittsburgh seniors for over 40 years. Van drivers start at $17 an hour, sedan drivers at $14 an hour, plus a $2,000 signing bonus for part-time drivers and a $4,000 signing bonus for full-time. Must be 25 or older, no CDL required. Call 412-406-8611 today. Listen on your smart speaker at wordfm.com, the Word FM app, iHeart, tune in, and on Odyssey, in your car or at home, too, at 101.5 WORDFM, Pittsburgh. Mainly clear skies expected for tonight. We'll see a nighttime low of 53. Some sunshine tomorrow, then turning cloudy. We'll reach a high tomorrow of 74. Cloudy skies for tomorrow night with a couple of showers and a low of 56. Saturday, a passing shower. Expect a thick cloud cover in the morning, then intervals of clouds and sun for the afternoon. Saturday's high, 73. With your AccuWeather forecast, I'm forecaster Drew Shannon. There's a Pulitzer Prize-winning photograph of a little girl, a Vietnamese girl, running down the road, crying, naked, surrounded by other little children and soldiers as well. It was a photograph that shook the the nature of this world in its brutality, the, the horror of children being crushed by war. Kim Fook is the girl in that Pulitzer Prize-winning photograph from 1972. She's with us live today. Her book is called Fire Road, The Napalm Girl's Journey Through the Horrors of War to Faith, Forgiveness, and Peace. Kim, a day after um, the horrors that were inflicted on you, you woke up in a morgue because they thought that you were dead. Um, And then you spent over a year in recovery in multiple surgeries in the hospital. Um, Can you talk about that year in your life? Well, actually, you know, as a child, and I learned so much about story, about my story from the doctor, from my mom. I'm just amazed. How can I survive? And um, so... I remember the time I was in the hospital. Well, I wish my memory not come back that soon, but I I remember every day at 8 o'clock, the nurses came and put me in the burn bath. And uh, in the burn bath, put some ingredients that is make make it easy to cut my all my death skin off. It's so painful. It is alive. And I remember when I couldn't stand any longer. I couldn't 
you know, bear the pain any longer. I just pass out. And I remember one time my sister came to visit me on the same time that I taking the bath, burn bath. She fainted. Wow, she couldn't, she couldn't see that how much I suffered. Mm. That is every day. But you know, I see that moment. But now I look back and so I'm so thankful because they have to do that. They cut all my dead skin off. If not, it's so easy to cut infection and I will die because uh, the surface of all the, the part of burn in my body is so big. And then, and then that have, they have to do that to me. And I looked at, at the child when I have too much pain, I get cry. I didn't think of much as a teenager. And I thought everybody, you know, the same. And I, I feel like, okay, that's fine. Because every child, every people around me have something. And then they end up in, in that place. Yes. And so I thought it's a, just a normal life for me yes. <laughs> uh, in the hospital. And whenever, uh, when I, whenever I need help, doctors and nurses, they were there and ready. I, I need them and then they were there for me. It is so, that is, I remember my child, uh, the time in the hospital. Kim Fook is with us. So Kim, 46 years ago, 1972, you were burned more than 30% of your body. Internally, your organs were also scorched. What, what is it like now after those 46 years? Clearly, you suffer long-term health effects, right? Yes, sir. Yes. I, I really still, unfortunately, I still have the pain. Uh, I think because my scar is too deep, and um, yes, it's affected my health until now. So uh, the last three years, I got the laser treatment to help um, to help me to ease uh, my pain, and I continue to do that. Uh, actually, uh, June uh, last June is is uh, coming up. I I will do that again uh, mm. one more time. So uh, we have to fly to Miami for another laser treatment. Kim, how many surgeries have you had since that day in 1972? Um, actually, in the hospital at that time, 16 times. Then in 1982, I had another one in Germany. And then I went to 10 laser treatment. That's all the treatment I had. We need to take a quick break. But, Kim, when we come back, we'd like to talk about your faith journey. You talk early on in Fire Road that you believe that there has been a divine underpinning to your story. Let's open that up a little bit. From the smorgasbord theology of your youth to you finding life in Jesus Christ. Kim Fook, her book is called Fire Road, The Napalm Girl's Journey. Straight ahead. 101.5 101.5 WORD. Salvation 
This week on Through the Bible, we stand at the deathbed of one of the Bible's great leaders, Joshua. Joshua and his troops have finally conquered Canaan, and they're entering a time of prosperity and peace. Joshua suspects after he's gone, they'll likely drift from God. Join us for his final words of warning, words we should heed as well. Through the Bible, this evening at 9 p.m. on 101.5 WORD. I remember getting tacos for a quarter in high school. Today, taking my nieces out for tacos demands a quarter of a paycheck. Buying gas is a gas. Buying Gatorade takes financial aid. Buying clothes has me watching knitting videos. And I thought about cutting my own hair until I saw the price of safety scissors. It's Ryan from United Faith Mortgage. And prices are up everywhere. Meaning the pressure is up for a lot of us. One thing that we're seeing a lot of listeners do to try to help is a cash out refinance. Home values have gone through the roof, meaning most of us could cash out that extra value in our homes to use for life. I had a listener last week that was over the moon with her situation. She said she was going to use the extra cash to pay off all of her debt, do something special for her kids, and then just save the rest to fight these crazy price booms. If you're curious what that might look like for you, we are United Faith Mortgage. United Mortgage Court, Melville, New York. MLS number 1330. Department of Banking. Mortgage Lender License number 22672. Families across the nation are experiencing the homeschool awakening. Join award-winning actor Kirk Cameron as he dives into the adventures of American families on a mission to put fun and faith back into learning. The homeschool awakening follows the homeschooling journeys of different families, explores the ins, outs, and the necessity of parents regaining control of their children's education. Kirk Cameron presents the homeschool awakening exclusively in theaters two nights only, Monday, June 13th and Tuesday, June 14th at 7 p.m. Local time. For tickets and information, visit thehomeschoolawakening.com. Addiction is a disease that does not discriminate. At Recovery Centers of America, we see its impact on people from all walks of life. Every day, a mom or dad drinking too much every night, an athlete hiding a pill addiction, a healthcare professional or first responder dealing with work-related trauma through substance use, a young adult who started the party in college and hasn't been able to stop. In the past year, over 100,000 people in the U.S. died from overdoses, including many from our local community. If you're hearing this and you think you're different, that you have a habit and not an addiction, I want you to hear this message and challenge your relationship with alcohol and drugs. If you are struggling, there is a solution. We can help you today. Call 1-888-RECOVERY-NOW. At Recovery Centers of America, we will answer your call 24-7. Many of us personally understand your pain and we will work with you to determine the best treatment option that fits your needs. In our care, our medical and clinical experts will help you achieve recovery. Don't wait to get help. Call 1-888-RECOVERY-NOW. That's 1-888-RECOVERY. An eight-year-old girl in third grade in 1972, her body set aflame by napalm. She's known as the napalm girl. Kim Fook is with us. Her brand new book is called Fire Road. Kim, you survived against all odds, um, spending over a year in the hospital, multiple surgeries. Um, and then after the U.S. pulled out of Vietnam and the war was over, uh, you found yourself trying to stay in school. Your passion, of course, to become a physician, to be a pediatrician in particular. But it turned out that the Vietnamese government had different plans for you. Can you talk about how you became an agent of the Vietnamese government? Well, because they discovered me, I was that little girl in the famous picture. So, unfortunately, at that time, I just got into medicine school. Then they, like you say, they have a, you know, they pulled me out. 
for the um, foreign journalists, uh, for the propaganda uh, interviews. So, wow, they interfere my school time. And eventually, I was under control. Then, I my, they cut short my study, and I couldn't go to school anymore. That is a really low point in my life. It's very sad. Yeah. And, and the government was asking you to do what? To do a lot of interview for the foreign journalists, uh, filming, and all over the world. They came to Vietnam. They wanted to interview that little girl. <laughs> mm-hmm. And your and your role was to speak against the United States. Uh, actually, at that time, I just speak Vietnamese. So all the interview, there were uh, translation, right? Yes, translation. Mm-hmm. And so I, I say, um, depend on the question uh, from the journalist I- interviewer. But I have no idea what they they talk. You know, mm-hmm. I just say whatever that depend on the question. Yeah. Yeah. So the government. But, so the government agents were making up your responses to suit whatever the government wished that you would have said. Of course, <laughs> I have no idea at that time. Right. Yeah. So, Kim, talk to us about your faith journey. You talk early on in Fire Road that you believe that there was a divine underpinning, that you do believe there's a divine underpinning to your story. You, of course, did not grow up as a Christian in Vietnam. Uh, You and your family, you went to the temple, and it was kind of like pray to the spinning wheel of the deity of your choice in some ways, yes? Right. I was raised in the Cao Dai religion, and um, I... I pray to many gods as they name on the list, and uh, uh, that is how I believe. But then, when the, the, the another uh, tragedy come into my life, and I didn't know what I have to do, it is so so hard for me. Um, as a teenager, I thought a lot. I tried to do my best. Uh, I I want to complete my study. I I I want to do something to help people, like people help me, just like all the doctors and nurses uh, I have met in the hospital. So what's going on right now? I couldn't go to school anymore. What I have to do? And so. I I had so many many questions. Why me? Why that happened to me over and over again? I have to. Why I have to suffer? Yeah, and and that moment, uh, the the circumstances like that is build me up with all the hatred, bitterness, and anger. I have so many questions, and and I really wanted to find a purpose for my life, why I'm still alive. And and I'm so thankful that I found it. When I couldn't go to school um, in, in that time, so I spent my day's time in the library searching 
out for the truth, for the purpose, yeah. for my answer. And I poured out so many uh, religious books in, in, in that place, in the library. <laughs> and among the books that I had read is uh, the Bible, the New Testament. And when I read, the more I read, the more question I had, because it's totally different from my religion originally. And when I read John fourteen six, Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man can come to the Father but by me. I was so confused and wonder what was true. And then, um, you know, like, wow, the more question I had, I just want to have the answer. And during that time, I living with my sister family and my brother cousin, uh, my brother-in-law had a cousin. He was a Christian. Then I had a chance um, to ask him when he visited uh, my sister family. And he tried to explain to me everything, but uh, I couldn't believe in, you know, what he answered. But, yeah, but then he invited me to go to the church, and I went to the church. I'm glad I went. Hmm. Then I heard the message in Christmas time. Then after he explained why we celebrate Christmas, then uh, he explained because of Jesus, the baby came to the world, and uh, he's just not a, a man, you know, like a God-man, and he died on the cross to pay for our sins. If anyone opened his heart to Jesus, Jesus will come in to bring peace and remove all the burden that word that is a really touch my heart because I really seeking peace and I really need someone come into my life to take away my burdens. So after invitation, I really wanted to, you know, to go forward and open my heart to receive Jesus Christ as my personal Savior. That is a really, really amazing turning point in my life. When I I just stop to pray too many gods as before, and I just pray one God, our Heavenly Father, through Jesus Christ. And that moment, wow, it's just so wonderful. I know that I have peace. The more I pray, the more peace I have. And I know it's a right thing to do. And I continue to pray. God gave me the wisdom. God gave me peace and joy and move on. And, and a, a lot of lesson I learned follow it is the most important thing that I learn how to love my enemies, how I forgive them. Because in the, in the Bible, tell me, love your enemies. Do good to them. And at the beginning, I was really struggle. How can I love them? That is the, they cause all my suffering. How can I love them? But then, wow, 
I, I, I just saw when Jesus suffered, and he just didn't do anything but pray. He prayed for the people who caused his death, his pain, and he said, Father, forgive them. But they're doing what they don't know what they're doing. I say, wow, that is a great, great picture, great example for me. And I started to pray, God, I cannot do it, but you can do impossible things in my life. And I started to pray, God, you have the power to change my life, and please help me to learn to forgive, to love my enemies. And I practicing uh, doing, you know, the, the way that I, I have to do in my side. Lord, help me. And I just imagine a full picture as like the, the black coffee cup. And then I have to do my part. I pour the black coffee out. I pour out all my hate every day, a little bit at the time. When I poured out all of my hatred, bitterness, and anger, and loss, and pain, until my cup became empty, then God helped with His mercy, His grace. He refilled my cup with light, with hope, and with with patience, love, understanding, and forgiveness. That I have to practice myself every day. And I started to, you know, with my my enemy list, now it became my prayer list. Even though I don't know, I didn't know their name specifically, but I can put, for example, the pilot who dropped the bomb, the man who controlling me, uh, everyone who caused my suffering. Then I started to pray for them. The beginning, uh, it, it was so hard, but then I just keep doing and doing. Eventually, wow. Kim, thank you so much. It's been, for Kathy and I, a privilege to speak with you. We uh, greatly appreciate your time here to think about all the suffering you've endured, uh, all of that. And then you find the peace and the grace and the forgiveness, the love of Jesus Christ. We thank you for being that vessel and for delivering your message here to our audience today. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me. Thank you so much. God bless. (laughs) God bless to you. Kim Fook, the author of Fire Road, The Napalm Girl's Journey Through the Horrors of War to Faith, Forgiveness, and Peace.
When it's time to replace your roof, siding, gutters, and downspouts, entry doors, and, of course, windows, you can count on Windows R Us, the area's premier exterior replacement company. This is John Steigerwald. With over 50 years' experience in the home remodeling industry, Windows R Us offers repair and replacement for all your exterior home projects. Why pay double with some other companies? Windows R Us will always give you the best price on the best in-class products, backed by the best warranties in the industry, all with zero sales pressure. Speaking of zero, right now get zero interest financing for 12 months and no processing fee with prices set to increase on all exterior products. Lock in your quote today. Schedule a free estimate and inspection today at windowsarrestpittsburgh.com. You've tried the rest, now try the best. windowsarrestpittsburgh.com. The Mechanical Services Company Trusted, proven, preferred For all mechanical systems Heating and air Our team has got you covered Maintenance, service, installs and repair Call us when you need comfort Online at tmschvac.com The Mechanical Services Company Trusted, proven, preferred My brother-in-law died suddenly, and now my sister and her kids have to sell their home. That's why I told my husband we could not put off getting life insurance any longer. An agent offered us a 10-year, $500,000 policy for nearly $50 a month. Then we called SelectQuote. SelectQuote found us identical coverage for only $19 a month, a savings of $369 a year. Whether you need a $500,000 policy or a $5 million policy, SelectQuote could save you more than 50% on term life insurance. For your free quote, call SelectQuote at 1-800-940-6161. That's 1-800-940-6161. Or go to SelectQuote.com. That's 1-800-940-6161. SelectQuote. We shop. You save. Full details on example policies at selectquote.com slash commercials. What makes AutoZone America's number one battery destination? Because they offer free battery testing and charging and reliable replacement batteries starting at just $79.99. And they've always got your battery solution. Get in the zone. AutoZone. Ask Alexa to play the word Pittsburgh to hear us there. We're on your Google speaker, too. Plus, iHeart, TuneIn, and on Odyssey. 101.5 WORDFM, Pittsburgh. I have a couple celebrity birthdays, John. First of all, I I want to tell you that this day in history, uh, Secretariat uh, won the Mm -hmm. Belmont uh, 31 by 31 lengths. You didn't win it. Like dominated, dominated, uh, first triple crown winner in twenty five years at that point. Wonderful. What year do you think that was? Uh, Seventy nine, seventy three. Okay, boy, he's far off, Christy. Yeah, so Man, that's apologies. No, I'm kidding. Um, celebrity birthdays, John. Okay, I, I've got three today. Mm. Um, let's start here. Johnny Depp. I don't know if you've been following him at all. I he have might not. Be, of course, he's been be in, in the, the news hit. in any way, shape, uh, or form. I'm looking at Johnny Depp, you know, as I'm going through my paper and yeah, go, you think, oh, well, Johnny. He doesn't look very good. Well, he's, you know, it's, it happens, right? He's having a hard time. Uh, Johnny Depp, he's pretty, uh, he's getting up there. Uh, I would say Johnny Depp is 58. 59. Excellent. Very impressive. Uh, T.D. Jakes. 
Boy, that's obscure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. T.D. Jakes. Yeah. Uh, shot it's, in the dark. Very, it's very hard for... He, he could be 45 or 75. Right. He's 65. That's exactly what he is. <laughs> Good. Michael J. Fox is your last one. Mm, Michael J. Fox. Mm-hmm. Family Fif- ties. 56. 61. Oh, okay. 61. I don't think you took long enough to ruminate no, about that No, I just kind of thought I was Because you know what? Confident. You didn't watch Family Ties, did you? No. I, no. I know Michael J.'s, you know, the, the... What do you know him from? What's the, the DeLorean? Oh, right. Sure. That's it. Back to the Future. I have nothing. Okay. I, I was just... Nothing Family I did. Ties was prime time for me. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. Fam- I, Justine Bateman. Just... Uh, is it the mom and dad? Who are the mom and dad? Oh, Meredith Baxter. Oh, that's I was going to say. Was the mom and the dad? I can picture, but I can't remember who he was. Tall, skinny, yeah, sort of balding guy. Right. Friendly father type. Yes, exactly. Mm, Yeah. Meredith Baxter Bernie. Right. Remember she was in that other sitcom. I remember another one. I don't remember what it was though. Yeah, like it was like a sixties or late or early seventies. Yeah. Her and her husband. Right. The two of them together. Yeah. David. David Bernie was her husband. Right. But I can't. Were they in a show together? Mm, yeah, they're like you know. It was kind of like Mad About You, I think. Huh. I think so. Anyway. Anyway, happy birthday to life. those guys. Yeah. Good job, John. Again, it's also National Jerky Day. Hey, d- who's a jerky? You, you mean like a Slim Jim? Yeah, like a Slim Jim. Oh. This is this is your you know moment, I love a Slim John. Jim. Happy Slim Jim Day. Let's celebrate. The ride home with John and Kathy, a production of Salem Media Group. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.